Let's open our Bibles in the book of John chapter 14. We know that there are spirit beings. Amen? We know that spirit, spirit beings exist and they are real. We know that, eh? There are people who say, I don't believe they are, I don't believe in demons. I don't believe in, you know, angels. I don't believe in. Okay, don't believe in them, but no. <laughs> believe that they exist. <laughs> yeah, believe that they are real. Amen. These things are real. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, he created the visible and the invisible realms. Amen. The seen and the unseen realms. And the unseen realm has living beings in them. Amen. You see, the way in darkness, you don't know, when you walk into a dark room, you don't know what is inside. <laughs> you don't know what you will find there. That's why people are not afraid of the dark because of darkness. They are afraid of the dark because of what is living in the darkness. Sioni ukweli? Yes. That's one of the reasons why people in the church actually are even scared of the unseen realm because they don't understand. But we thank God for the light of the word. Hallelujah. Psalms 119, verse 130, the Bible says, the entrance of the word brings forth light. So the light enters. When the light enters, you are lit up. Amen. You get to understand. It says it brings forth understanding unto the simple. Amen. So when you take this word, you can use it to visualize what is there in the unseen realm. So the Bible says there are angels and there are demons. Actually, in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, the Bible says, Aren't the angels ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation? So angels are spirits. Amen. The Bible calls, says that Jesus cast out evil spirits from among them. Amen. They are spirits. So they are spirits. But the spirit that I'm about to talk about today <laughs> is not one of those kinds of spirits. Do you know that we humans are spirits? Let me give you an example. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 20, verse 27, the Bible says that, that the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. You know that? The spirit of a man. So men are spirits. But they live in a, bo in a body. Another scripture in uh, 2 Thessalonians 5, 23. It says, I pray that, the, that God will sanctify you wholly. It says, spirit, soul, and body. So you are a spirit. Amen. Praise God. Now let me tell you something. Knowledge empowers God equips us through knowledge. He says, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Knowledge is very important. You know, sometimes we, we try in our lives to, to overcome, <laughs> to do things, to, 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 to be successful, to be victorious. But it will not come unless you are knowledgeable. 
That's why you see people around, people are going around looking for people to lay hands on them <laughs> and looking for people to pray for them. Nifanye maombi, you know? Without knowledge. And it will not work. He says, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. That's why I'm taking, I'm, I want to go into this thing slowly by slowly, process by process, so that we understand who the person of the Holy Ghost is. Amen. Because when you have, and you're walking with him, then you'll see a difference in your life. What is his identity? The Bible calls him the Spirit of God, Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. He says in the beginning, verse 1, God created the heavens and the earth. See? It doesn't say in the beginning of God. <laughs> he says in the beginning, God created. So it's the beginning of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And the Bible says, and darkness covered the face of the deep. Verse 2. He says, and the Spirit of God hovered upon the surface of the earth. Later on in verse 27, God says, and let us make man. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us make man. Who is us? So meaning it was God, the Spirit of God was there. God was there. In the beginning, God, the word God there is Elohim. The way you say seraphim. One is seraph. Seraphim, im means plural. Seraphims, angels. Amen. So when you say Elohim, you're talking about the plurality of God. God the Father, God the Word, and the Spirit of God. John 1 verse 1, what does it say? In the beginning was the Word. And then it says, and the Word was with God, the Father. <laughs> Amen. And the Word was God. We know that Word is Jesus because in verse 14 it says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Isn't that Jesus? Amen. Hallelujah. But you're not talking about Jesus today. You're talking about the Holy Spirit. But you know, when you talk about the Holy Spirit, he will take you back to Jesus. <laughs> He'll not glorify himself. He'll glorify who? Jesus. Praise God. But you want to know him. What kind of a person is he? And what can he do for us? Who is he? What kind of a person is he? And what will he do for us? And notice the words I'm using. I'm not saying it. I'm saying he. <laughs> Amen. So that we begin to know who he is. The Bible calls him the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. Actually, ghost is, a, is the Queen Elizabeth English. Now we know our English is spirit. <laughs> so spirit and God, the ghost are synonymous terms. Amen. Later on, we'll see in the scriptures. The Bible calls him the spirit of truth. Romans chapter 1, chapter 8, verse 2, he calls this the spirit of life has set us free from the, from the law of sin. The law of the spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death. So all those are his, his names. Some call him the spirit of Christ. Amen. Glory to God. Now, let's go to John chapter 14, verse 16. 
Now from John chapter 13, they were now in the upper room having supper. They were having an intimate conversation. Now Jesus has stopped doing ministry. He stopped meeting uh, uh, people who are not yet converted. He stopped, stopped meeting people who are not his disciples and converts. Now he's come up close and personal with his own. The work or the this word on the Holy Spirit is word for people who are his own. Those who have come to the faith. Those who know Jesus Christ. Now, he was in an enclosed room with them, having supper with them, and then he introduces the topic on the Holy Ghost. Now, the Bible says in verse 16, okay, verse 15 says, if you love me, keep my commandments. He says, since you love me, keep my commandments. Not if conditional. It's because you have my love within you. You are empowered to keep my commandments. Amen. So don't think you can keep the commandments of God by your own power, by your own abilities, by your own capacity. You try. Just decide today, from tomorrow, I'm going to be humble. <laughs> tomorrow, when I wake up, I'm going to be a humble person. You will fail thoroughly. Amen. But you, when you say, I yield to you, Holy Spirit, thank you for the love that you put in me. From tomorrow, empower me and guide me. When you meet people, you just sense the Holy Spirit leading you. Amen. And you will love people. You'll find yourself being humble. <laughs> Amen. Now the Bible says, I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth. The Bible says, whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not. Amen. Are you seeing? Those who are not born again cannot receive him. They don't see him. The Bible says that they don't know him. Notice the words I'm using, him, him, not it, him. The Bible says, but ye know him. He says, you know him. I'm going to show you how you know him. If, even if you don't think you know him, you actually do. He <laughs> says, you know him. Why? He says, for he dwelleth. It's continuous. Eh? He says, he continues to dwell. He stays with you. Now, there are people who think he lives sometimes when you're a bad man. And you're a bad woman. The Bible says, he dwelleth with you. And then says, and shall be in you. Verse 16 says that he may abide with you for how long? For how long? Forever. Now, the first thing I'm going to talk about, the Holy Spirit. Because I'm going to talk about two things. Number one, I want to show you from Scripture that he is God. Amen. The second thing I'm going to show you from Scripture that he is a person. Amen. And he can be your personal person. Praise the Lord. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4. This is where the confusion comes from. God says there is only one God. Now there are people who believe that there is one God who changes form and manifests as the Father 
and changes and manifests as the Son, and changes and manifests as the Holy Spirit. I want to prove to you that is not true. And that is not what we believe here. The Jewish religion was a monotheistic religion. Egypt, they believed in many gods. In fact, the Bible says, God said, when he was sending Moses, he told them, I'm going to go. I want you to go and get, let my, tell Pharaoh to let my people go. If he doesn't, I will judge him, his house, and the gods of Egypt. He's the gods. Egypt, they used to believe in many gods, the sun god. If you look at all the plagues of Egypt, God was judging gods. The god of the river, Nile. Darkness was the sun god he was judging. There were gods, there were frog gods, and, and, <laughs> and nuts, you know? Those were gods who were being judged. Amen. I like this topic. Now, I, when, when it's battling, spiritual warfare, I love Sana. The Bible talks about Dagon. You remember Dagon? When the Philistines took the Ark of the Covenant and put the Ark of the Covenant in the house of their God called Dagon. <laughs> the next morning when they came, you know what they found? They found Dagon bowing. <laughs> Dagon had fallen lying prostrate on the ground and then they stood him up they helped him to stand <laughs> the next day when they came they found him broken into pieces before the God of Israel <laughs> and many things happened in their camp bad things they decided to take the, the ark of the covenant back to Israel amen that is the one you are hosting. You are his temple. He lives within you. The devil cannot stand the presence of God. Now we just need to learn how to host. Host him. Safe inside our hearts. You know? And then you close with a combination. So that he doesn't come out, <laughs> so that he doesn't see what you see, and hear the conversations you, uh -huh, and know where you go <laughs> with your feet. Amen. He wants to enter into every room in your life, and you'll find life so sweet and interesting. There's nothing sweeter than the presence of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you the truth. Even alcohol. <laughs> the Bible says, do not be drunk by wine. But be ye, Ephesians 5, verse 18, be ye filled with the Holy Spirit. Because he knows you can get a better drunkenness. <laughs> a better high. Uh, uh, you can go higher than the sky. <laughs> mm? High as the sky eh? with the wine of the Holy Ghost. We are going to look at all those scriptures later on. So there is only one God, amen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, it's capital L-O-R-D. If your Bible is not up, L-O-R-D, throw it away. It's L-O-R-D. Our God is one God. Write that down. We only have one God. I'm explaining the Trinity. If you don't understand the Trinity, that is what 
Number one, point number one. Now, this one God coexists in three persons. Amen. First John chapter 5, verse 7, what does it say? And the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The three. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Arwa, Arwan. So there's one God who coexists in three persons. They are persons. Amen. They are persons. Three persons. They speak to one another. Let us make man. My Lord said, the God said to my Lord. <laughs> Amen. Hebrews chapter 1, Psalms chapter 8. Amen. Psalms chapter 2. Praise the Lord. This oneness, I'm talking about oneness. I'm talking about perfect union. Hallelujah. These persons are distinct persons. It's not one person transforming to be another person. They are different. When I say distinct, I'm talking about different persons. God the Father is distinct from God the Son, is distinct from God the Holy Ghost. In the scripture, there are times the three appeared at the same time. Do you remember? When Jesus was being baptized. Amen. Jesus was on the water. The Holy Spirit came as, as a dove. And God the Father spoke from heaven. He said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 9. What happened? Jesus was there. He, his, his true form was manifesting. The spirit man, actually God, <laughs> the spirit Christ was manifesting. And when that was happening, what happened? The Bible says, and there was a cloud. And the cloud is a type of the Holy Ghost. And Moses and Elijah appeared. And they were talking to him about what? His death that was coming. And then what happened? Peter started talking. You know, people liked, Peter likes talking. Amen. And God interrupted him. <laughs> and he said, this is my son. Listen to him. And immediately after God spoke, Moses and Elijah disappeared. Elijah represented the prophets. Moses represented what? The law. They disappeared so that you remain seeing Jesus. Because God wanted, we see who? Jesus. Amen. He said, listen to him. Listen to him. Hebrews chapter 1. The Bible says, God in the past spoke to us through the prophets. And then says, and, but in these last days, he has spoken to us who? Through his son. Amen. He's not spoken to us through Chester. No, he has spoken to us through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, another thing. The Bible says, baptizing them in the name of the Father. Matthew 28, verse 18. Eh? The Son. There is an, an, a definite article. Eh? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. They are one. When I say they are one, they are equal. They are united and co-equal. There's no one who is greater than the other. 
and no one who is lesser than the other. Praise the Lord. Amen. So you are Christians. This is what you are talking about. Do you know the, the Christians of the early church, they had to write down what they called the Apostles' Creed. You know the problem today, Christians of today, if you ask them what do they believe, they will not tell you. We at Akwambia Salvation is confessing Christ. We at Akwambia Salvation is walking in his ways. We at Akwambia Salvation is, many people don't know. That's why you are seeing me insisting on us understanding the doctrines. The body of Christ had bones. From the Old Testament, it talked about the bones of Christ. And see, the bones were not broken. None. When they came to break his bones when he was on the cross, they found him already dead. Amen. Amen. You know what those bones speak of? They speak of the skeleton, the framework, doctrine. Amen. Amen. Do you know what bones, what skeletons do in your life? They support the rest of your body. People who have broken bones, they can't, they are put on wheelchairs. So if you have a broken doctrine, broken skeleton, we'll put you on spiritual wheelchairs. Amen. <laughs> you remain on a wheelchair, a Christian spiritually on a wheelchair in your marriage, on a wheelchair in your business, on a wheelchair in your life, personal life, because your bones are, bro are broken. That's why you, are, you see I'm feeding calcium of the scriptures so that your bones are found. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, so that your bones are strong, are formed, strengthened, strong. Now, the Holy Ghost is co-equal with God. Amen. He is co-equal. Amen. Amen. They are all equal. The Holy Ghost is not lesser. It's not a lesser God. I know you've heard and you've seen many people sending I'm releasing the Holy Ghost now. I'm about to release. That's not the Holy Ghost. You don't release the Holy Ghost. Who are you? The Holy Ghost is... Is God. God, the Holy Spirit. He's called the Spirit of God. He is God. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Only God is holy. Do you know that? Only God. You know what holiness is? It's God's uniqueness. It's God's nature. Holiness is not sinlessness. You can be a sinless person, but you're not holy. Amen. Amen. You, are, you, you can be sinless and remain in a vacuum. Amen. When you say holy, that vacuum is filled with God. Amen. I think you are getting what I'm trying to say. That's what holiness is. So you cannot say, now, mimi si, si, nilikuwa mbaya kuliko ewe. You know, nilikuwa mbaya, nilikuwa sidui nini, nilikuwa... No, that's not what you're talking about. You can be a bad person who is transforming because this God is working in you 
and then things change in your life. But you can be a good person, empty <laughs> of God inside, and you are going to hell with all your goodness. The Bible says, and your righteousness is as a filth of rags before God. You see, even our efforts and our goodness is not, does not amount to, does not qualify us. Matthew chapter 5 verse 20 says what? If your righteousness does not exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, <laughs> you shall by no means enter. You shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. The Pharisees were considered to, the mo to be the most righteous persons that time. And the Bible says that if your righteousness, Jesus was telling them, does not exceed. <laughs> How would it exceed if God was inside you? God was operating in you. Praise the Lord. These guys are equal, united, perfectly, in perfect agreement. It's just the different functions they perform. It's a matter of function. God gives life. God sends Christ. The Holy Ghost executes. God speaks. Amen. Christ prepares everything. The Holy Ghost executes. Praise the Lord. The, the, I would call him the executioner, but you will take that word <laughs> to me. <laughs> 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, it says, Now the Lord is spirit. Capital S. And it says, And they that worship him shall worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Worship God in spirit and in truth. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. It says, He who the Son makes free is free indeed. The Son brings liberty, freedom. Where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. They are all in operation, doing the same work, with the same power. They have equality even in power. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, we say God is omnipotent. We say God is omniscient. Amen. <laughs> And God is omnipresent. Let me give you a scriptures, just scriptures for those ones. Omnipotence. The Bible says, and the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. And you shall be endued with power. When the Holy Ghost is come upon you, you shall be endued with power. From on high. Luke chapter 1 verse 35. Then you shall realize you have a baby inside you. That was Mary was being told. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Uh-huh. Remember what the Bible says? You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. It says power from on high. The highest power. That's God's power. Is there any higher power than God's power? And he says that the delivery of this power is with the Holy Ghost. He carries the same power as God. Amen. You cannot command him. Amen. <laughs> you cannot release him. He can release you, but you, you can't release him. The Bible says 
the spirit of God, that's omniscient, sorry. The spirit of God searches the mind of God. You know that one? First Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 10 to 11. And he knows God's mind. And he reveals to us God's mind. What is God's mind? God's intelligence. God's knowledge. He's all-knowing. Amen. Omnipresent. Where can I go <laughs> from your spirit? Psalms chapter 139 verse 7. Where can I go from your spirit? Amen. Meaning you cannot even invite him. That the Holy Spirit. So you cannot. You can't invite him. He's already here. Before you came here, you found him here. Amen. This is God's house. Do you invite the owner to his house? Amen. You can't invite him to his house. He's already here. Actually, when you walked him, he was already here. He said, where two or three are gathered in my name, he said, I will come. No. no. He said, I am. He didn't say, I will be. He said, just wait for me. Don't start, be, be, you know, don't start before me. <laughs> no, he said, there I am. Aha. Uh -huh. Jesus said, lo, I am with you. Not I will be with you. Amen. People, people, people. Lo, I am with I am. I am. When you leave this place, when you are walking out, when you are going, he is with you. He is not coming. Your praying will not bring him. You cannot bring God with your praying. <laughs> when you know this, liberation has begun. Total liberation. It has begun in your life. Lo, I am. You'll be in your office. Bad things are, people are being sucked. But when I say, Lo, I am with you always. And then you say, from east or west, promotion comes from God. You just start saying those things. God is, God is here. He's with you. He's here. Then you'll realize you're the only one who is not being sucked. Goshen. In Egypt. Goshen. When there was darkness, they had light. When they didn't have water to drink because of the, of the rivers, they had water. Amen. Because they were preserved in the land of Goshen. Amen. Understand the working of the kingdom of God. So now those are their God's attributes, the omnipresent, omnipotence, omniscience. And I've already given you scriptures. Now let me go deeper and talk about the Holy Spirit as a person. Because he is. We've read in, in, in uh, John chapter 14, verse 16, I'll pray the Father, he will give you another comforter. Another year speaks of another comforter, speaks of Jesus already being a comforter. Senior. He says, another comforter. Meaning, I have been comforting you. <laughs> Amen. I have, I have been your comforter, but I'm giving you another comforter. Another one like me. Jesus is also a comforter. Another one like me. 
who will come to comfort you. One like me, equal to me. He'll not give you lesser comfort. He'll comfort. You know, the Spirit of God reveals these things in our minds. Eh? <laughs> okay, comfort, comfort. But another one, equal, not lesser, not greater, equal to me. He'll give you another comforter that he, he's a person, he may abide with you forever. He is not an it. The Holy Ghost is not an it. So when you call the Holy Ghost it, you are diminishing him. You usually sing and say, Be magnified, O Lord. You are highly exalted. Why do we do that? We are not increasing him. No. He's already big. In our eyes. Our eyes are opening up to see how big it is. he is. When you say God is big, we are actually opening our eyes to see how God is big and great. They are not increasing him. He's not an object. The Holy Ghost is not an object. He's not a frenzy. He's not a myth. He's not a phantom. He's not an effect. He is a path. He's a person. Amen. He's not an influence and he's not energy. He's not power. The Holy Ghost is not power. No. He is God. And he is a person. The Bible says, you shall receive power from on high when the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Amen. Look at that scripture. Let's look at it. Acts chapter 1. The Bible says in verse 8, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Amen. He is not power. When he comes, you receive power. Because you will be operating in his power. There are people who are powerful. They are operating a power that is not the Holy Ghost. God's power comes with the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, it comes with God's power. So don't just go after any power. The same way man is a spirit and has a soul and lives in a body. When, you say, when I say soul, I'm talking about your mind, I'm talking about your will and your emotions. Your mind is your intelligence area, where you make, you, you, you decide, you, you measure things. You weigh things. And your will is your decision-making part of you. And emotions is where you feel. Amen. I feel like waking up to pray. I don't feel like. Now, the Holy Ghost doesn't have a body. We are spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. The Holy Ghost doesn't live in a body. He has a soul. He's a spirit with a soul. He's soulish. That's what I'm trying to say. Amen. Amen. Now when I say he's soulish, he has a mind. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 27. And you see, um, it is very difficult to explain him. You know, these are divine things. I'm, try I'm just trying to explain so that we understand. I'm trying. 
I may, I may not be using the best words, but I'm trying to explain. Now, look at Romans chapter 8, verse 27. The Bible says, He searched the hearts. Verse 26, the Spirit also helps in our, uh, in our infirmities. Verse 27, He searched the hearts, knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because He maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He's intelligent. He knows God's will. Amen. And he prays God's will. Amen. For us. Intelligence. Hallelujah. Another scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. What does he search? Even the what? The deep things of God. Intelligence. There's a mind. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11 talks about the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It says, and he distributed, distributes these gifts according to his will. He has a will. Amen. Do you know he feels? He feels. The Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. I believe if he can be grieved, he can be pleased to Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. He doesn't have a body. But the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, you can house him. Don't you know that your body <laughs> is the temple of the, of the Holy Ghost? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, what does it say? Verse 18 speaks of not flee from sexual immorality. And then he says, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is within you? Who you have from? From God. You are not your own. Your body the price. Glorify God with your own body. Amen. Finally, you can know him. Praise God. Now, God the Holy Ghost is going to reveal himself to someone today. And if not today, tomorrow. And if not tomorrow, the next day. Amen. Amen. Everyone here, everyone, even if who you are. <laughs> Amen. If you feel so unspiritual, you are the right candidate. If you feel you committed the worst sin on earth, you are the best candidate. You're actually the one he came for. He has come for you. He can be known. Now, remember, as I was reading here, the Bible says, even the spirit of truth in verse, uh, John chapter 14, verse 17, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, the world is people who are not born again, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. Things of the spirit cannot be seen with the natural. They can only be seen with the spiritual capacities or abilities. Faith is an eye. The Bible says, do not walk by sight. Walk by faith. Faith is another type of sight. A spiritual sight. Amen. He can be known. He says, but ye know him. How do you know him? We know him by faith. 
not by feelings. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jesus has spoken to you and has said, you know him. He has come to you. Now, may your eyes open to see that. It says, Romans, 10, Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith cometh by hearing and understanding the word of God. So it's by the word of God we get to see him and you get to know him. This is my handkerchief. It is inside my pocket. Can you see it now? Is it inside my pocket? How do you know? Don't tell me because you've seen me putting it in the pocket. <laughs> Even before you saw it, was it there? Is it real? Does it exist in my pocket? Yes. Amen? Amen. The word of God is the truth. It tells us of spiritual truths. Truths in the spirit realm. Amen. Amen. Existing real truths. That's what the word of God tells us. Amen. You may not be able to see, but your evidence is the word of God. So we know and we know. That's how we know. Are you born again? How do you know? Prove it. Do you have litmus paper? <laughs> hmm? That I can put on your tongue, it will turn red. If you are born again, it will turn blue. If you are cold, eh? <laughs> that's born again. No. It's the word of God. Amen. Now it says, we know him. Not it. We know him. Now, this knowing is experiential knowing. We need to move from just intellectual knowing to experiential knowing. The Bible says, We neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He dwells in you and shall be in you. Dwells with you and shall be. Here he was telling them, because they were not yet. They were with him, but he had not yet come into them. Until John chapter 20, verse 22, I think 2022, when he breathed on them and he told them, receive the Holy Ghost. And they received them, him inside. Jesus was not yet glorified, so the Holy Spirit could not enter into them. Amen. So we have him in us because we are born again. Jesus, we have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. He died for us. Jesus has been glorified. We are born again. Where is the Holy Ghost? He is in us. So he, say, he tells them, for he dwelt with you and shall be in you. That's how you know him. By faith you believe that he is in us. He, he, he works in us. Hebrews 10, 15 says, the Holy Ghost is a witness unto us. Romans chapter 8 verse 16 says, The Spirit testifies with our spirits that we are the sons of God. And the way to do, to go is studying the word, knowing the word, and becoming aware of him. You see, the way I keep on saying in this church, where two or three are gathered in his name, he is here. Immediately, the place is full of the presence of God. Even before you feel anything, he is here. But if I come here and start saying, now let's pray, intercede, stand in the gap, plead the blood of Jesus, chase away all the demons from this room. Uh, we don't know where, how it was being used yesterday. And then now we say, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then now we say, now let's invite him. 
you are wasting precious time. Amen. Amen. Acknowledge him. Tell him, Holy Spirit, thank you, you are here. That's it. That's how to be anointed. When I join any worship, worship, worship leader. Yeah? That's how you do it. Acknowledge him. And as you acknowledge him, that's it. That's it. If you are a preacher and you are a pastor, acknowledge him. Just know he's with you. Know he's speaking through you. Don't see the anointed man of God. See the Holy Ghost. Anointed. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the anointing. Amen. See the Holy Ghost. He is God. He is God. Don't just talk about him. Don't rely on your feelings, how you feel. Rely on the word that is true. He is for all men. Joel chapter 2 verse 28. Don't feel yourself inferior here. 2.28, he says, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. Amen. Amen. Only for, he's only for the born again. Even if you got born again yesterday. Even if you cast yesterday and you are born again. He is for you. Jesus said, I will, verse 16, I will pray the Father. He didn't tell you to pray. He actually even didn't tell you to confess your sins. He said, I will pray the Father. And then he says, and he, the Father, shall give you another comforter. A promise is given because you are a good person. Amen. Acts chapter 1 verse 4, it says, the, it's called the promise of the Father. <laughs> a promise is given because you are good. No. Yes, because of the goodness of the giver. Amen. So the question is whether you receive or not. And he's the one who will make you effective in your ministry. Because at the end of the day, is the ministry of Christ. And he's here to fulfill the ministry of Christ. If it is your ministry, you can you do in your flesh. Do it in your flesh. But if it's the Holy Ghost ministry, you yield to him. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. We can fellowship with him. We are talking about interacting with him. Amen. And you see, when you interact, it leads to a relationship. When you interact, there is a friendship that is formed. Cindy, imagine sometimes the Holy Spirit can wake you up. He can sometimes just feel you because you are, so, you are really interacting with him. Anytime, just sit down. Sometimes I take my Bible to read and then I sense the presence of God so strong. I didn't, I didn't pray him to come. No, he just feels me. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's him. That's him. I'm talking about interacting with him. I'm talking about a companionship, a communion, a connection. We love friends. I know you guys love friends. No one loves walking alone. And you know, when you have a friend, there's a sense of belonging. And let me tell you, the Holy Spirit is the better friend. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So at the end of the day, it's not about how much you know about him. Or how much you have of him. It's about how much he has of you. He loves you. He wants to have you. That's the Holy Spirit. Mm. That is the Holy Ghost.